Hello and welcome back everybody to episode 16. Four month anniversary. Four month anniversary. We're celebrating today. We've just got back from holiday. I know, we're severely sad about it. We are. I went on holiday looking at a 10, I've come back a minus four. I don't know what's <laughs> happened. <laughs> supposed to go the other way. It literally, I said that to my mum this morning. I was like, how have I gone on holiday? And I like, had my glow up before I went got my nails and did my tan, did my hair. I've come back and I've just... I look awful. It's so funny because everyone else comes back well rested and tanned, and we come back paler than when we left. And yeah, skin I mean, conditions. I'm well rested. Yeah, <laughs> the chlorine has messed our skin up. <laughs> oh, how are you today? I'm wonderful, thanks. Yeah, enjoying my last day off. Yeah, before back to the grind. Also, like, know that I'm not literally going to have this chunk of time off again until probably this time next year. It's devastating. <gasps> That's crazy, really. Yeah, because you use, like, most... Not most of, but, like, a massive part of your annual leave. Some holiday. Do some holiday, and then it's your odd days here and there for, like, the rest of the year. And this is the last holiday before our friends go away. I know, definitely. Travelling. So next summer's holiday could look very different. Might just be the two of us, kid. I don't (laughs) think so. They might all leave us forever. No, they won't. They'll be back. Small fear that one of them, no one specific... One of them might go and be like, guys, I've found my new life. Like, I'm not coming Yeah, home. I know, like, what in the world? And also, like, I have a serious fear of flying, so please don't go too far. Yeah. If you settle, please, can you settle somewhere like, in Europe? I'm thinking Isle of Wight. <laughs> <laughs> have your new life in Isle of Wight. It's basically another country, anyway. So, <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Well, I saw a video mm-hmm. on TikTok... Well, he loves TikTok. The older, <laughs> we're the older generation on TikTok. <gasps> Don't. Yeah. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. We're part of the older we're generation. We're the older on generation TikTok. on TikTok. We're 25. I know. What? I know. Anyway, so the account was your pocket therapist who right. posted this video. Mm-hmm. She does like little, she's obviously a therapist. She does like little posts about, I guess, tips or like things that she has found out in her time being a therapist it's kind of like a platform for that Mm -hmm. and I saw a video and I'm like I agree with the video but I also think maybe there's like people would have a different opinion okay so she basically suggests that either like complaining or venting about a scenario or a person Mm -hmm. paraphrasing by the way gives you like a false almost like a false sense of feeling like you're doing something about it Okay. So you know how, like, a problem shared is a problem... This is my perspective. Problem shared is a problem halved kind Mm -hmm. of thing, which I get. But it's, like, by essentially getting that off your chest or, like, moaning about it to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Although you might feel better because you're not holding it all in and you're not, like, doing it alone. If you're not addressing that situation with that person or with that scenario and making changes nothing's going to change. Yeah. So it's basically like you're tricking yourself into thinking you're doing something about it. Okay. I kind of agree with that. I do too. Because I think we all, we all do that because unless, because if you're venting about something, you're venting about something somebody else has done, aren't you? You're venting about, or you're moaning about somebody's not meeting your needs. Yeah. But like, you can't force anyone to change. No. And you can't force anyone to make anything better. And if the event or whatever it is has already happened... There's nothing you can do to change. So where do we really go happen. from here? Yeah, but so yeah, I guess what, that's so true. What she's saying is that, that actually, if you're constantly venting or complaining about something, mm-hmm. you need to reassess your boundaries with that scenario in order for it to change. Yeah, and I think that's actually really smart because if you think about 
So, say your needs aren't being met by a friend or a partner or whatever, yeah. and you're venting about that to other people because mm-hmm. you're like, they're not doing this, they're not doing that, they're not doing the other. I feel lonely or I don't feel listened to or any of those things is that causing this scenario. Yeah. The idea that if you reassess your boundaries with that person and say to them, no, like, I don't feel like you ever plan anything. I don't feel like you asked me to do anything. I don't feel like, you know, you give me a message in the evening when you get home. Like, all of these things that would make me feel like we have a balanced relationship, you're not doing. Mm -hmm. You can set that boundary with them Mm -hmm. to set so that you're both clear, you've communicated what you require from them or what you're lacking. And then they choose whether to address that boundary or not. But if they're breaching your boundaries with them, that's a scenario that provokes you to react. Yeah. So I think, like, the idea is that if you establish your boundaries, Mm -hmm. your boundaries then cause you to make changes. Yeah. Because you've set something to say, like, this is what I expect. It's managing expectations, isn't Mm. it? The only issue with that, I suppose, and I don't... Not necessarily that I live by this or anything like that, just... Just, you know, devil's advocate here. Yeah, like for it. Is you... You can only really manage the expectations of yourself. So I think it's also really important in life or in relationships or in anything like that that we have to take responsibility for how we feel. Yes. Because somebody else... Yes, a boundary for me would be that I... Like, like what you were saying, like, you want to be the open communication or mm-hmm. whatever these things are when somebody's not meeting and you want to feel loved and that could be through open communication or through spending quality time together all of these different things like yeah. these are these are expectations that you require in order to feel fulfilled satisfied happy and everything else yes the problem is that we have is we go well you're not doing any of this so i don't feel any of those things mm. because we're not we also don't take responsibility for managing our own expectations because we're expecting I'm managing your expectations. I expect you to hit all of these criteria. In order what for criteria, me to feel something. Yeah, but yeah. what criteria am I hitting for myself in order to still feel fulfilled, regardless of whether you do that or not? Yeah. Because, yes, I can be unfulfilled by another person. That doesn't mean I'm an unfulfilled person. Yeah, it's just that small, like, but that's that percentage of expectation from them isn't being met, but the other 90 in your life is sure. by yourself. And like, we'll say to people, like, you make me so unhappy. I'm allowing you to make me unhappy because you're. I'm allowing you to continue the same behaviour over and over again that makes me unhappy. But then I guess that's where the re-establishment of the boundaries comes in. So if sure. you said to like... But venting should sometimes be less about venting about what somebody else is doing and more about venting, why am I allowing that to happen to myself? Yeah. Why am I allowing you because to keep cancelling not... on me all the time or to keep disappointing me all the time? Why do I continue to allow that behaviour for hope the hope that next time you don't do it again but like although it's not your like how people treat you isn't your like you're saying like allowing you to treat me like that kind of thing like yeah. how people treat you is out of your hands mm-hmm. so i get that in the sense that you're not to blame for how somebody else treats you yeah however you almost have to cut off the opportunity for them to treat you like that if they continue sure. to do so we fear it all the time do you know what me and a couple of the girls were having this conversation not long ago to do with online dating right and you share so much information with somebody mm-hmm. that you've never met you know nothing about and it literally is over a social media platform. Yes, it's called online dating, but it is just social media. You upload pictures, you're telling somebody about yourself, like, whatever. Yeah. And we share. You want to be able to, like, justify why you're this great person, why they should pick you out of all the millions that are on these apps. It's sad, and you're like, it? because I get on with my family and I have a great job and blah, 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 blah. And I really want to live this life and I want to have a husband that I'm best friends with and I want to have my dog and my kids and I go on family holidays every year. Like, we don't factor in all the shipments of life. We only 
we're like promoting ourselves. You sort of like take snippets out. Yeah, but then we. Sh- where was I going with my point? Where was I going? Where was I going? Where was I going? <laughs> oh no! What were we talking about before? We were talking about how you like. Oh, hold allowing on. someone to treat yeah. you in a certain way, and then instantly, majority of the time, the men like that I've spoken to online just like make zero fucking effort like they just do i'm not really one to like promote my whole life on on dating apps so maybe that's why because i just think it's a bit weird to do that i don't know like, like disclose all of yourself to somebody who for them to then go mm, no <laughs> you're like oh okay <laughs> great you're like but, i've given you all my best bits and you still swipe yeah. the other way but bare minimum effort and we continue to hold on to it because we're like oh no like it's just because we haven't met yet it's just because we haven't spoken on the phone yet it's just because we haven't gone on a date it's just because we haven't done this yet the thing is like they can still text you every day they can still make have open communication they can still make you feel wanted yeah okay no it's not you're not ticking every box because you're not together it is just the talking stage but if someone's gonna make no effort text you once a week here and there when they're bored and we hold on to these things all the time and all we're doing is venting to our girlfriends or guy friends about like they don't do this they don't do that i message them all the time and they literally just give me a one word answer back yeah stop stop messaging but i haven't deleted their number i've still i'm still trying to hold on to something here and the truth is that says more about me in some ways than it does about them. Because it, why wouldn't I? But I guess it's off? like maybe that maybe it's more. Obviously, we're literally like speculating from that less than thirty second For video. Sure. But maybe it's more about establishing rather than establishing boundaries with said other. Mm-hmm. In whatever scenario you're venting about, maybe it's more about establishing boundaries with yourself. Like, to what point are you willing to accept certain behaviours until it's too much? Even yeah. if that's at work or. Yeah with your family or with your social life anything i like, think it feels really awkward though to do it but like maybe we need to feel awkward like maybe that's we what we shy do. away from because we vent to not the person that's who we vent to because we it's too uncomfortable it's too uncomfortable you look at like your groups of friends someone might do something before you go and confront them about it you will go and confide in somebody else because you're kind of like you're a bit pissed off you're a bit upset you kind of need to make sure that you are valid for being those like it's yeah okay. i was gonna say sometimes i would confide in another person first in order to like validate how i'm feeling and make sure that i've not gone it but then again in saying that guilty mm-hmm. guilty there's always and we've always said this about getting advice from people as well you go to who you want to hear it from because you know what angle they're going to come from yeah like if i go to you i don't doubt that you tell me that i'm wrong but at the same time i'm going to go to my best mate mm-hmm. to ask her what i should do in a scenario that's already made me upset yeah you're going to come from an angle where your friend's sad yeah, 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 yeah. so of course you're going to set no, i know you'd rationalize but of course you're going to say like no it's not of right course. for you to be made to feel like there's all of this stuff yeah we never ever go to advice from the people who think they're going to tell us not what we want to hear. Yeah, because it feels if you if you're already it's down, the opposite, it feels it's invalidating. Like, yeah, and and then you'll go, well, I'm just going to go do what I want to do anyway. Mm. Like it almost makes you a bit defiant, if anything. Yeah, because so, you're like now I feel more pissed off. Yeah, and I think what are boundaries to you? Oh, it's a big one. Boundaries to me are, I guess. Um, decided based upon not necessarily what benefits me but I boundaries involve doing only allowing things to happen in my life that cause me like happiness pleasure um not benefit in but like fulfillment. Like fulfillment fulfillment yeah like boundaries like I find boundaries 
quite hard to implement like I'm much better now and actually I'm quite happy to say no I think that was the biggest boundary I ever learned saying no because it's a silent boundary that doesn't need explanation like no is a sentence mm. in in all aspects of life mm-hmm. and I do, I do struggle with it like I still sometimes I do things to the, like the detriment of myself because I want to make somebody else happy or whatever I think it's you a don't want to let curve. someone down yeah I think it's a bit of a learning curve I'm a yes man beyond belief but I'm definitely a lot more open about it. like if I'm burnt out or if I can't do something or whatever it is whether someone else would have been burnt out by doing what I do or not do you know what I mean people go well I'm fine and I work 12 hour day well I'm, I didn't, so I'm low like, yeah like I didn't I ask time. you yeah. yeah like I'm quite happy to explain myself more now and not worry about the response and actually when you realise that you're just being honest and you explain yourself nine times out of ten people are quite understanding like you might get the odd person that isn't but that's that's okay um also I find it quite hard I'm much better now but again I find it quite hard setting boundaries with men because I I worry that some like especially like not that I date in person a lot but like online dating yeah it's quite hard to do it without just sounding confrontational i found right and not that that should bother me because i don't know these people i'm quite happy like i was talking to a guy not long ago and he was quite like bit of a dick (laughs) he was a bit of a dick and i just said i just i just said to him you know like i kind of said to him i didn't like the way that he'd texted me he was like what are you talking about we're just having a conversation i was like no i feel like you're a bit confrontational do you know what this isn't for me yeah and then he was like oh well like well then i'll delete your number i said don't worry i'll do it for the both of us so i just deleted him yeah because i was like do you know what like i don't need that no and i don't really have an issue with like voicing my opinion anymore and so i suppose that's kind of my boundaries it's kind of like not allowing too much to like get to me or to affect me or allowing things well, to get to the point where they do that oh, i think you've definitely got better at that over the years oh, as well shit. like you're like i don't care I'm no. like, what do you mean you don't care? I literally don't care. Yeah, like, that's a boundary, not taking on other people's responsibilities. As your own. As my own. Mm-hmm. Because then I can be there for you, and I love you, and I don't want you to hurt. And, and when but you're, you're sad, it makes me sad. you're two separate people, like, you can't... Like, you... But how can I be there for you if I'm taking it on for you? Mm. That mean, that's, that's selfish, in a sense. I'm trying to make it about me. It's quite hard to be there for you. quite hard to rationalise. If you're taking something on, like, emotionally, if you're taking on someone else's baggage, yeah. how can you be there to, like, rationalise with them and, like... Yeah. Help them. You know when someone's really, really hurt and you kind of want to help them see what this is like from a perspective where you're not hurting so much? Sure. You can't really be that person if you're 100% invested in that scenario. No. And it's when, I think that's when you learn the difference between sympathy and empathy. I'm not, I've not learned that. Oh, should, I teach, should I talk to you about it? Talk I'll to tell you about it. Talk to the so people. sympathy is where, like what you were saying earlier, like a problem shared is a problem halved, right? And a lot of the time in life, people you'll go to somebody with a problem and they'll go, oh my God, yeah, that happened to me. And this is what I did. So then your problem's invalidated because somebody else's problem was 10 times worse and they did it this way and that way and their way was the right way. And they're the wrong fine. Way, and they're fine and mm. look at them now, right? And a lot of the time, all that does, it's not a bad thing to do because we all do it, but all that does is it creates comfortability because it allows us to know I'm not the only one that's gone through this. Yes. Right? But in the meantime, then what it does is you've gone to somebody sad with your issue, they've just told you about theirs and then you now have to be there for them. And that wasn't the point. You're asking for help or you're asking just for someone to listen to you. Yeah. Empathy is where you go to somebody and you say, this, 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 and this is happening to me. I'm feeling really sad about it. I'm really pissed off. I'm really angry. Blah, 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 blah. And someone just says, okay, talk to me about it. Because two people could have had the exact same thing happen to them. It's two separate stories. Yeah. It's two separate experiences. No one has walked in each other's shoes. Literally no one has. And you can't tell somebody how to feel because they already feel how they feel. 
You can't tell them how to feel. Yeah, that's you can tell so them, interesting. You can say to them, oh, okay, and you can kind of rationalise with them and say to them, well, this is maybe... If they ask you, you know, how do you feel about that, you can you can give that advice, I guess, or give that opinion. Motorbike. But, like, empathy is about just being there. It's not yeah, about trying to present. take on someone... Yeah, it's not about trying to take on someone else's... Do you know what issue. I think is quite an interesting boundary? That, like... I think I, I must have heard it somewhere because I'm not clever enough to think of it myself. <laughs> but um, something that I feel like I've actually like, I actually feel like this now as as I've gotten older. Yeah. Like you, you don't have the right to tell me whether that's upset me or not. Yeah. So you know, when people go, but I wouldn't have been pissed off if you'd have done that. Uh, okay, well I'd, done. <laughs> but like, that's not that's not the scenario. I mean, like, you don't get to tell me how your actions have made me feel. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting because I think also that happens a lot in relationships. All the time. You do it all the time. You do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Not relevant. No. I get like tit for tat. Like, or when you... someone goes, oh, but so-and-so's girlfriend wouldn't feel like that. I'm not their girlfriend. I'm, I'm not, not their girlfriend. I'm your girlfriend and you yeah, piss me off. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And sometimes we are irrational and that's okay. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's all about reflecting. But it is. But that's where the communication comes in. I yeah. think like, it's all like it's okay to overreact. It's okay to be too angry. Yeah. It's okay to be like, cry seventeen times about one thing that really wasn't a big deal. Because for whatever reason, that one thing that happened that may have been minimal tipped you over the edge. Because there could have been twenty things before that that happened. But did that person that caused those things say to you at any of those steps, seventeen steps, you're right? No, no they pushed it and pushed not. it. And we, again, because it is our responsibility too, never said anything. That's another ba- lack, of point, lack of boundaries. Let it get to the point where 17 steps later, you've done, you I'm didn't upset. put the dishwasher on when I asked you, and now I'm going to kick off about it. Mm. And actually, it could have been dealt with 10 days ago yeah. when this all started. Yeah. Handy power. But it's hard. It's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing. It's also really hard to not vent and not moan because we just do. Oh, yeah, I definitely do. But who do you know that just doesn't? Everyone moans when they get in from work. You say to maybe it's a British thing. I'm not sure. But you say to someone, <laughs> "How's your week been? Cool. I'm glad it's Friday. Yeah. Glad I've had a week from hell. Glad it's. God, I don't want to go for Monday. Like, don't it's like the weather's shit. Weekend, the weather's up. too hot. Like, the We're never always, happy. The weather's always something. <laughs> like we are never happy. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't know if just setting boundaries stops you venting and moaning. No, because I out guess of it's that, like, good conversations do come. Open communication does come. I guess it's like more, more having awareness of changes that need to be made in order for a change to occur. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They say like if you, if you keep taking the same steps, the outcome's always going to be the same. Like totally. you need to make a change in order for the outcome to be different. Totally. And I guess like setting boundaries is a method surely of many mm. that can assist you in changing the outcome yeah 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 because i think we do have like a tendency to give another chance always another chance like we one more go like let's just see what happens next time or mm. like well this situation won't happen for a while so when it does happen again in a year maybe it'll happen differently like i think we always sit it out when yeah. like I think it's important because it's so, like everything is just so complicated. And I feel like the older I get, the more angles people are coming at me from. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just think that there's something pushing from, like, every... Because people want to be right. It's a lot more... It's a lot... When we were younger, we all had the same opinion. And we yeah. all got the same angry. And we all got the same sad. And we all got the same amount of dramatic about everything. And yeah. even if you didn't actually feel any of those emotions, you just would. You played the character. Because your friends did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you become an adult. And you're like, hold on. Am I angry about this because I'm angry? Or am I just angry because I think I should be? Or do I actually feel this way? We're, I think all we're trying to do by having those conversations is justify our own feelings and yeah. justify how we feel about stuff the truth is like you're gonna feel it anyway so you might as well just let it happen yeah yeah and i think like it's so important to protect like yourself yeah and i wouldn't say that 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 involves being defensive like i don't think you need to be defensive in order to protect your own happiness yeah but i think that like like putting yourself first which i don't think i do all the time i don't think a lot of people do it all the time no. I think being able to put yourself first allows you to be a more present friend, partner, yeah. like member of a family, whether you're a mother, like whatever mm-hmm. it is, if you can learn to prioritize yourself, which again does involve one, a lot of discipline, but also a lot of boundaries because as much as people associate discipline with going to the gym and by all means, if that's what makes you feel good, go and do, do it, it, whether you're yeah, a mother, whether yeah. you're a businesswoman, whatever you mm-hmm. are and you don't have time, if that's what makes you happy do it yeah but i think like discipline comes into play with things that like you would never consider necessary like this is gonna sound silly but i bet so many people low-key agree washing your hair yeah setting aside that why have you left it 10 days Mm -hmm. and i get it because everyone's busy everyone's tired no one has any time you've got a fucking three-year-old pulling your hair whatever it is yeah like and that's not selfish no, like, but we think but it, it is. feels selfish to put yourself first. Yeah. But actually, in order, in in order to be like present and available, mm-hmm. and like emotionally available for other people as 100%. well as yourself, you need to be prioritized as well. Yeah, you can't. Otherwise, you're just running on empty. Like. And if everyone's prioritizing themselves except you, you're doing something wrong. Absolutely. But then I think you also realise. When you start to do... And I think me and you both have started to like try and set boundaries. Even if we haven't necessarily spoken about what our boundaries are. No. But I think we have the conversation and therefore we try to implement little things. Because if when we haven't done it, it's kind of made us sad. Or yeah, like, yeah. Life, isn't, life doesn't necessarily go the way that you'd like it to. Which doesn't always happen, but whatever. Um, you realise there's a lot of people around you who haven't got to that part of their life yet. No. And that's really hard because they're the ones that fight you. Because like you'll say... Do you know what? No, I'm not going to do that tonight. Like, I need to do this. Oh, but I really want to see you. Or I really want to do this. Or I really want to do that. And you're like, no, I understand that. But in order for me to be able to be present, in order for me to be able to have a nice rest of my week, or even to make tomorrow better, I need to take this time for myself. Because I've just had two weeks of back-to-back stuff and I need an evening to myself. Mm. When other people haven't got to that place yet, they can't understand why you wouldn't do that because they're yeah. like, well, I would do that for you. And it's like, yeah, because you would do that to the detriment of yourself. And you always, there will always be somebody to be there for you. Like, I've never turned anyone away. I never would. I've never... I tried to make sure that I implement times that it does suit other people, that I can have my own time. Yeah. There does come a point sometimes where I'm like, no, I do just need a night in. Even if other things... You know, if it's something big, of course, I'd do that to the detriment of myself. I'd be like, no, I'll be there for you a hundred times over yeah that would never change but in normal everyday life it's so important to make sure and that's the times when we don't do it is in normal everyday life we wait until we're burnt out and then we have to have a night to ourselves if you just did it all the time 
you wouldn't get to make burn it out. part of your routine to yeah. like, look after yourself. You almost wouldn't get to that like Sorry. emotional fatigue where you're like, I I'm need exhausted. to be by myself. And then you do those are the nights that you kind of will just be really emotional, cry. Maybe you'll vent, maybe you'll be angry because you've not hit any of your boundaries. You've allowed all of them to dissipate to the point where you have to be on your own. Yeah. But if you just implemented, like, I don't know, an hour a week, if that's all you need, or, like, for people that go to the gym or for people that go to a class every week or whatever it is. Yeah, like you're doing that that night because you're yeah. doing it for you. Or you go to bed half an hour early because you want to read your book mm. or you want to scroll on TikTok or whatever it is that to you or wash your hair, like, whatever that bit of self-care is, if you do it... You're like, oh, okay. And, like, I guarantee if you actually sat and thought about it, everyone would have five things that they could do within the next 24 hours that would make them feel better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you literally wrote a list, Mm -hmm. you could think... I I couldn't give them to now, but if I had a day to think about what five things I could do to immediately improve how I'm feeling, Mm -hmm. it would be, for me, like, washing my hair... I know another one is, like, tidying the space that I'm, like, existing totally. in. Completely changes my mindset. Going out for a walk or going to the gym or doing some form of exercise. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all very basic things that everybody talks about all the time, but why aren't we doing them? But also, even more basic than all of that, drinking water. Yeah. How many times have do you a talk cup of to tea. people? Have a cup of tea. Eat a meal. People leave it. I'm totally guilty of this. Like, we'll get to the end of the day and go, I don't know if I've had a glass of water today, or I don't know if I've eaten a proper meal today. And it's something that I've had to be, like, probably, like, no, I'm sure not everyone is that conscious of it, but, like, I know a lot of people are, to be genuinely conscious of, like, now I'm going to allocate one hour to sit down or make myself a meal and have half an hour to eat it. Like, yeah. Because if I don't, I'm a grab and go, I'll eat in the car, I'll do this, I'll do that, like, I'm between jobs. And I've made no time, got to the end of the day, wonder why I've got a headache, feel shit, and all I want to do is lay in my bed. Yeah, because you're literally starving. Yeah. But if I just go, no, I'm just going to take 45 minutes, and I might have prepared my meal the day before because I was like, right, I'm conscious about tomorrow. Yeah. And I want to make tomorrow a bit easier for myself. So I guess, is it like a little bit of a mix between like routine and boundaries? Like allowing yourself to think ahead a bit? Yeah, I think it's creating a bit of time for yourself because we live in such a busy world. Everyone's days are so packed, like with everything. Everyone's got different stuff to get done. It's quite hard to combine make with our screen fit. time of four hours. Don't I just? Did you get the message this morning? I did. Should I tell you what mine Mine's is? Four hours twenty-seven minutes. Is it? And we were in Greece, and I kept leaving my phone upstairs, so I don't know what I've been doing. Mine's three hours and thirteen minutes. I think though. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that my hours went up because yesterday for the whole four hours of the plane I watched films, so I think that's what's really you know yes, really that's done it for tipping me. Point. So actually, it was only 27 minutes a day. I'm really proud of that. This <laughs> this leads on to our September challenge. I was just thinking about that, that. by mistake. I might add, yes. but this I mean perfectly planned. Perfectly planned. This leads on to our September challenge. Yeah, it does. Take it away. So. I saw something on TikTok. Saw something on TikTok. <laughs> I follow a girl, and she was glow up with Becca, but I don't know what she's got. I think she might just be called Becca now on TikTok. Everyone does that. Grace for UK. Is yeah, just I think now she's Grace just got her name, name on there. Um, and she's super cute, bless her. But she, in the lockdown, I think was just feeling really rubbish about herself. What was working from home, like a lot of people, continues to work from home. I think I don't know if she does this full time now, but she had like another job, um, and she began. She did her kind of like glow up routine. 
And so hers is quite like reg- she's given up alcohol and everything. Okay. So hers I'm, is I'm quite regimented. It. Hers is quite regimented. But like part of her day is making sure she has three meals a day that she's cooked for herself. And then she has th- her kind of thing that made her go a bit viral was her snack and glow plates which was her snacks. So between breakfast and lunch, between lunch and dinner, she creates these snack and glow plates where she has like a protein sauce, a fresh sauce, and then like a treat. And everyone was like, oh, this is quite big for a snack. But like she was showing, she was like, look, I've lost 40 pounds eating this way. And she eats like an abundance of food. She eats three good meals a day and she's snacking. But she was like, every morning she wakes up and she has some water or whatever. And then she does her like 10 minutes. She does like 10 minutes of something, whether that's a stretch I don't know, walking on the spot. Like, it doesn't matter what it is, she'll walking just do 10 minutes. Spot. 10 minutes of marching. She just does 10 minutes of something each yeah. day, each morning, and she get, hits her 10,000 steps and whatever throughout the day. And then every morning, like, because she works from home, she gets ready every single day. And yeah. this was the thing that we were, like, talking about. Not, like, we're not going to give up alcohol and do all of that kind of stuff. That would just be ridiculous. But we keep seeing things like the set people doing 75 hard and this, that, and the other, and it's all quite intimidating, I think. It's very intense. So our challenge is, sorry, very long-winded explanation. No, we needed, we needed we the did, background. We needed our the foundations. challenge is going to be in September. We'll start on the 1st of September. Yeah, and we're going to do it the whole way through the, the month. The whole way. Is there 30 days or 31? 30 days has September. Oh, there we go. So we're doing it for the whole, the, 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 the whole 30 <laughs> days of September, where every single day, every single day. Every goddamn day. Every goddamn day. We will get up and get ready for the day. Now yeah. we want as many people to join in with this as possible. Yeah. Because I reckon we can get. Good? I reckon we can get at least five. Yeah, like everyone does feel a bit better when they've got up and got ready for the yeah. day. Now that could mean you get up. You could be really shittily hungover on a Sunday. Like we're not saying give up anything. We're just saying get up and get ready. So you could be dirtily hungover on a Sunday. Yeah. All you have to do is put on fresh pajamas. Like that can be your getting ready. But we need. But to- it has to be like. The idea is, is that if the delivery man came to the door and he was Jason Momoa, 10-10, drop-dead gorgeous, you wouldn't melt into the ground thinking, oh my God, I look hideous. Like, you open the door and you think, yeah, he still fancies me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this means... And we're and thinking not, uh, not... for mood boosting. Like, this is going to make us feel good. Yes. It might some days be a fucking chore. And do you know what? If it is, we'll put it on our Instagram. And you know, sometimes when you get ready and you're like, I want to look good today, like... I'm, I want to be fresh, like, here yeah. for it, new week, whatever. And then you look in the mirror and you think, well, that didn't work. Yeah. That's okay, too. That's okay. Tried. And we are going to be held accountable on our Instagram, 20-something. Yeah, every single day. Every single day we will post something on our story or whatever, or maybe on our feed Maybe well. we'll make a highlight. We'll make a we highlight. And we story and, like, save to our highlight. And if we fail, we'll upload that to But you. if you're going to do it, can you please post and tag us so that we can add it to our Instagram? 100%. It would be so much fun. Yeah. I'm so excited. But we're going to, I think... We've got one more episode before, or two more episodes before September. Yeah, a bit lost with my days. Two more, I think. But I think we'll establish like a little, like a little bullet point list of like what we're actually gonna definitely. Because I think we were gonna incorporate like you know make your bed first thing. Yeah, yeah. So there'll be a few little like not rules, but like criteria that we're gonna try and try and get like a good morning routine. To, like, yeah. Maybe don't snooze your alarm for an hour. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just like little things. Yeah. That. Are that make you feel a bit better. Yeah, and I think we're going to document it. So even if we fuck it up, we'll still t- we'll we're going to have to. Yeah, we're going to have to expose ourselves. Yeah, because there might be some days where you do. Or there, do you know what? There might be some days where you don't have the motivation to do it till the afternoon. And do you know? Mm. But at least if you did it that day, you still did it. It's still an achievement. So yeah, it's, there's no failing. No. We're not failing at anything, as the name of the podcast suggests. So we need to name our challenge. It. Oh my god, what should we call? Maybe it, it should just be failing at nothing. 
September failing at nothing challenge. Yeah. We we'll think about we'll it. Think, we'll, we'll think, think about it. I didn't even think about that. That'd be so fun. But yeah, so we're going to get ready every day in September because, yeah. I mean, exhibit A right now, I am not ready for the day. <laughs> I'm ready for the day today. And it's half past 12. You are ready for the day looking for But I had to come here. You did. Whereas you didn't have to go anywhere. I haven't had to go anywhere. No. So I do need but to I think that's our, like, that's our, like, that's our thing well, yeah, isn't and it? it's like whether you're going anywhere or not it's like you're looking sure, after yourself and like your routine of the week is now changing in a couple of weeks yeah so like you're gonna have more working at home days and so that'll be interesting to see how that feels on those days like to get up and get ready sometimes as well i'm worried that it might feel a bit silly to get up and get ready for the day yeah but then the silly to, to, to who silly yeah to who. true but maybe it's a good thing yeah so it's not about look good, feel good. It's just about feel good, feel good. Yeah, exactly. Which is the main thing. Exactly. Should we take a little break? Let's take a little break. We are back. We are back in the room. Feels like a long time since I've said that. Maybe. Or maybe it was like, only a week. It's only been like 10 days since we <laughs> last recorded. 12 days, actually, since we last recorded. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so, I saw something as well, which goes in line with what we were talking about earlier about setting boundaries. Okay. Setting, moaning. And this lady says that we get so frustrated with other people, which I guess causes us to vent and moan, because we, we're we putting our expectations of what we expect on somebody else. Right. So like, I may have expectations for me that I have to hit this, this, and this, this, this week, and I'm going to work this many hours this week, and I'm going to implement this much time for this person this week. But then when they don't compliment my time and my schedule and don't fit into it, I then become frustrated with them. Oh, my God, I'm a, I am a... What's the right word? Victim of that? Yeah. Maybe not victim. Like, I do that. And I'm I like, mean. but I need you to... And it's like, but hold on a second. You've made your whole schedule. And not asked anyone what their schedule was. No, but I've gone, this you. is my schedule. You need to fit in here. And when they go, well, I can't. Well, I'm like, well, guys can't see them. And then I get annoyed about that. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's me. Because yeah. we put our own expectations onto other... We do it to children as well. I expect you to have this, this, and this, this done by this time. When they don't, I'm then annoyed at you because I could have done it. I would have done it in that time yeah. because I've set your expectations based on my ability, based on my capabilities. We, a lot of the time, forget to set expectations based on other people's abilities. Because if I'm good enough to do all of it, then why am I asking anyone else to do it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But it's not fair for me to set you up for failure for me to then feel disappointed about that. Yeah. Because I haven't considered, well, actually, hold on, can you do this? Do you have the time to do this? Do you want to do this? Or am I just saying, this is what I want, this is what I can do, this is what I'm capable of, you should be too. Yeah. Mad. I think it happens a lot in work. Yeah, definitely. In the in any work. Any place. work, yeah. Because it's like, you have like a set allotted amount of time, don't you, to yeah. be at work. So it's like, these things have to fit in in those hours or they don't fit in anywhere. Mm-hmm. But I think as well, like, it's interesting when you're not like acknowledging that Say, I don't know, say your schedule involves five other people mm-hmm. and you're not addressing it with any of those five people, yet you're expecting those five people to slot exactly where you've allowed time for them in mm-hmm. yours. Mm-hmm. It's, like, quite a lot to... Yeah. I think it must happen a lot in relationships. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, we do we do try and show other people how we want to be loved, don't we? Like, because we'll give them our time and we'll be there for them and we'll do this and we'll do that. And then when they don't match that, like, we're disappointed. But they were never offering that. No. I was just showing you what I offered. You weren't offering it back and now I'm sad that you don't offer it. Yeah. Then you you just shouldn't be in my life. I think as well, like, it depends how... Depends what... Oh. Depends what kind of personalities you have. 
Because I think, like, I'm more, in my relationship, I'm more of the... Busy isn't the right word because we're busy doing different things, but I say I, I would say I have more social plans yeah, 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 yeah. for myself, but also for both of us. Yeah. And so I think it's like 90% of the time I'm planning what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Even if it's with his friends or his family, like it is, I'm going to be the one that's like, they're asking me, are we free? Because he's just not going to probably even reply to your text, let alone know the yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is fine. But then it's like when that changes, and I'm like, oh, we're going to do this at the weekend. Like we've got this plan. It's like oh, I can't. I'm doing something. Yeah. But it's like the rest of the time, you're not. Mm-hmm. Or the rest of the time, you're asking me, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. But then, then when something's planned and you're not free, I do get annoyed. And maybe that's yeah. like, I would say that's on both of us because I should probably ask, mm-hmm. like, are you free this day? Because this has come up. But um, also, when the expectation is there majority of the time Mm -hmm. to not ask and then all of a sudden it's there yeah do you mean you get used to something you get into a routine or something and then it changes yeah I think we do get into routine it's the same as like but then I should never expect that you're always going to be at my disposal no but then I think that again probably I think it all comes back to open communication Mm. I think it all comes back to like having conversations because like does it piss you off that I plan your time sometimes Oh, I guess. Not you personally. Yeah, but I guess it would. Like, yeah. Because... But like, I don't know that. Do you know no. what I mean? But it's also because it's just always been the way. Do you know what I mean? Like, always been the way for however long it's been the way for. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, this is just what we do. And also... I'm not even that organised. I'm not even that organised or, like, pre-planning or anything like that. No. But so we do it for ease. Like, you go, don't worry, I'll sort it. Yeah. And then by doing that, because you already know that that person isn't going to, like just doesn't have an interest in sorting it yeah you're like okay well I'll sort it for the both of us but because you've taken all the full responsibility you've forgotten to acknowledge the other person yeah and then because you're like well I'm sorting it turn up when they turn up and then we get annoyed when they can't change their plans yeah I never asked you do you know what I mean yeah like, now I never, I'm annoyed I never checked with you with we're in a partnership and I never checked with you yeah I just said yes for the both of us two separate people two separate lives yeah but agreeing to come together at times. Do you know what I mean? Like, it is hard because we just go, oh, don't worry, I'll sort it, I'll sort it. It's like, I think as well, in, obviously I'm not in a relationship, but I think in relationships, we expect, you know, like little things when, I don't know. Like, I think I'm all about like equal. I don't think women should do the housework and men should earn the money. Absolutely fucking not. Like, we don't live in that world anymore. If that's how you do it, cool. As long as it works for you, that's all that matters. Yeah. But, say if... I don't know. I I'm the one that organises holidays, right? Because if they do it, I maybe don't have the patience to sit with them and do it because I know that they're not going to do it by themselves. I might be able to find a better villa. I might be able to find a better deal. I'm more happy because I want to be in control of like knowing when the flights are and this that and the other. And I'll think of all those other things. Yeah. But then I get annoyed when you don't do it. And when I I've hate done it, and I've done it. You haven't asked me to book the holiday. We've agreed we wanted to go on holiday. I've taken the responsibility because I. And now it. I'm annoyed because you've not done anything towards it. And I go, well, I've done this, 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 and this, and they go, well, no one asked you, and then that makes you more annoyed. Yeah. But no one did ask me. I never asked you for help. I never said to you, will you sit down with me and go through this? I never said to you, do you know what would be really nice? I really don't want to book the holiday this year. Can you just do it? Yeah. And if they said, do you know what? I don't think I'm confident booking that holiday. Then we do it together. Yeah. We don't do that. We take all the responsibility and go, well, did you not notice that I've done this and that I've done that and that I've done the other? Yeah. 
but I never asked you to so do it. So you want to read your mind. Yeah, but maybe that comes back to what we said in the previous one about, like, wanting that constant appraisal. Yeah. But I think that there's, an, like, another thing that I guess is... I would say it's probably, yes, based on boundaries, but also sort of, like, the communication side. Mm-hmm. When something, like... <laughs> I'm quite bad for this as well, and I know I am, so it's making me laugh. When something's important to you, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be important, important to everybody else. Yeah. So you expect your partner or your friends to feel that same level of like passion yeah. or stress. They're like, like <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah, like you, when something is so significant to you, yeah. and you can't, I cannot understand sometimes why you don't care. Mm-hmm. Why don't you care? And it's like people would say, but like if it's something you care about, they should care about that because they care about you. Mm-hmm. But that's different. That's caring about how you feel about something. And also, like, if that sure, situation... if they can like build you up in any way in order to make that yeah. scenario play out better for you, yeah. then fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that, like, you know, you have to. Like, I'm still not into golf. <laughs> After all this time. After all this time. You know, I'll go. I'll go to the, like, clubhouse every now and then if you guys come with me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, I'll go and, like, do what you've got to do kind of thing. But am I playing however many holes I play, 18 or 19 or something? No. No, thanks. Yeah. Because you don't always have to be into the same thing. But I think, like, yeah. I wouldn't expect, like, my hobbies to align with them. But I would expect, like, for example, I do expect him to listen to the podcast every week. 100%. And if he doesn't listen on a Tuesday, I'm like, you've not even listened on the day that come out. Right. Not that I'm angry, I'm just surprised. <laughs> Slightly disappointed. Slightly disappointed. <laughs> but, but that's important to me, but it doesn't have to be important to him. Yeah. And I think it is, but it's the fact that I expect it to be. Yeah. And I think, I think that's, that like, that's a the, weird... But then I think if it, if, like, you just said, like, but it is important to him too, if it wasn't you'd probably feel sad about that. Of course. Like, I think it is important that when you choose to have people in your life, they do have to align with you in some ways. Because if, if, if you're two people that have very different ideas of what's important and what isn't, what, how the fuck are you going to live together? Sure. Without constantly feeling like you have to justify why your thing's more important than their thing is important. Like, in some... That's always going to happen, but it is sometimes important that... It God, we've said just, important. Uh, we lot. have a word of the week every week. This week's important. Next week could be anything. Who knows at this point? But it has to... They have to match sometimes. Uh-huh. Because you'll always be disappointed otherwise, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because you'll be like, hold on. You don't want to listen to the podcast every... Like, it doesn't matter to you. You're like, how could you not want to hear the sound of my voice for an hour every week? <laughs> and you already hear it In for, addition. like, hours every day. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, no, I think... And it's the same as what you said about the golf thing. No, you don't want to go and play 18 holes of golf, but you will be there and yeah. you'll enjoy the environment and you can appreciate the fact that he loves it. That's and it was true. And it mattered to him on that day that you were there and you chose to be there. You've made a choice to give up, or not to give up, but to a, a set time so that you can go and enjoy that thing with him, even though, no, okay, it's not your thing, but that's okay. Yeah. That's just kind of... I think that's probably compromise, isn't it? More than anything, thing. yeah. Yeah, but you want the big things to be important to both of you, I think. I guess. Otherwise, like... You won't be... I think it's more about being able to acknowledge why it's important to that person rather than it to feel important to you. Yeah. We like to expect that people just know how we feel, don't we? Mm Mm-hmm. We think, oh, well, I just want them to go and do this without me saying anything. Do you know what? Sometimes, though, like, you should know if you're being an absolute prick. 
hundred percent. I think there's like a line with that where we're like, well, how do you expect people to know how you feel if you don't tell them? But like, there's also a line where like, if you're treating someone like shit, you should probably know. Totally. I said to a boy the other day, one of our friends, I said, when a woman says I'm fine, just know she's not. Yeah. Like, and they don't want to justify that at that point. When a woman says I'm fine. I want you to ask me for the next five days. I want you to be that persistent. I want you to get it out of me and say to me, I'm Squeeze here. It out. I do. We are, women are attention seekers. People are attention seekers. <laughs> we do it all the time. And boys do it too. And they can pretend that they don't. Oh, boys are Big old bad. liars. They're like, yeah, no, I'm fine. And then they may go away by themselves for like an hour or two and then come out and they are fine. I wonder how men are totally. with boundaries. I don't even know if, well, I don't th- should we do I a male a guest of, on boundaries? I think we should. I don't know how many men have had the conversation. No. I'm talking about just the average everyday kind of guy. Yeah. I think a lot of people are more aware of it, but unless they're aware of it, I don't... I think that's the same for women. Yeah. Unless they're aware of what it really means and, like, what it is, probably just don't implement it. We're going to have to find someone to talk about that with. We are. It'd be interesting. I don't know if it's more of a... Because I don't think... I think it's a new concept to, like, our ears almost. But boundaries have been a thing, obviously, for forever. But I wonder if you get more boundaries the older you get, older you get, or does the older generation did they never really implement it? Do you know what I mean? Like, is it a newer thing, or are there a lot of I older people that go? Because a lot of old people I, like, don't give a fuck as much, and yeah. they're like, "Well, I don't care about that anymore, and I'm not going to do that because I don't want to anymore." Like, and it's almost like their boundaries just come into play just because naturally, yeah. But whether they consider that boundaries or they just consider that just getting older. I wonder, I think it would be more of a matter of like exhausting yourself with everyone else's shit and work life balance and everything your whole life to the point of fuck it. I yeah. don't care. But I don't know whether that's the healthiest way to be like, because like my stance on it is that if we implement boundaries for ourselves now, is that we can live happier. Oh, I think so. Do you, like maybe happy is an overstatement, but more balanced. Yeah. You're doing. You're allowing yourself to be put first more, mm-hmm. which because essentially that's what boundaries thing. are. Even if they are at work, like it, the expectation for you mm-hmm. shouldn't be two hundred percent of the expectation of another person on a level playing field. Yeah, and like it's hard to say sometimes. Like I feel like too much is being asked of me, mm-hmm. and I think like, I remember saying to one of my friends once there was an interview thing like there was a basically a promotion and i remember saying like whatever you do don't mention somebody else like, this isn't about what makes you more suited for that role than another person mm-hmm. it's what makes you suited for that role yeah like this is about you and like that's hard to do in itself because it's like venting comes into that they don't do this and i do yeah it's not about what other people do and don't do this is about how you are the right person for that mm-hmm. so i think it's just about more like person like person focused like your yeah just like what is working for you and what isn't working for you and how can you change the things that aren't yeah that's that comes with as well like just stop trying to compare yourself and all to that other kind people of stuff, isn't it? yeah but it's like you don't have to cut someone off in order to establish a healthier relationship with them yeah and also don't make your boundaries other people's boundaries no like we do we're like oh that person's got a boundary i want that do actually what suits you because yeah. there's no point otherwise everything gets skewed everything gets a bit weird like figure out what you actually want because like some people like i don't get burnt out by hanging out with people often i get burnt out by blinking too much (laughs) (laughs) i do call the gp honest to god 
Um, but like I do get burnt out if I don't get enough sleep every night. Yeah. So like if I have five late nights or five or five short shorter nights sleep, let's say, mm-hmm. that will finish me off. Yeah. So I think it's about like definitely person specific boundary. Mm. For cool. sure. Let's try it. Let's try it. Well, let's, we'll let you know. We'll give it a whirl. <laughs> this week we're saying boundaries. Um. So yeah. Thanks for joining us, kids. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. It has. We'll let you know the name of our challenge because we don't know what it is yet. And if there's any men who want to talk about boundaries with us, <gasps> send us a message. Know. We'd love to. Yeah. We love having. We've got. We've got more guests lined up. We've got more guests but lined we up. We just love having a guest on. Mm-hmm. Fucking love it. I wonder whether pe- the people love it. Of course they do. I think they like guests more than not guests, which is a red flag because we can't have a guest every week. We can't. Until once we're rich with management and we're famous. Yeah. Any any scouters out there? We'll get the guests on every week. We'll like, get the guests on every week. We'll be Stephen Bartlett 2.0. But just making abs. No, hold on. Abby and Megs. Oh. That's our order, isn't it? Yeah, I think we so. We had this... To- that was funny because that was actually probably one of the longest conversations we had before. Yeah, what, got, what sounds better, Abby yeah. and Megan or Megan and Abby? But we're like, Alan Deck, obviously, I always come first, so. Alphabet-wise. Yeah, just in life-wise, you know. Oh, cool. I'm also older. How oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, over and out, my little friend. Always. Okay, bye.